the plan is that I drink a lot of water. I drink a ton of water. I start with Are some. Are you allowed coffee. to take bathroom breaks? Of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just you can't. You just well because because it's yeah. playing. I'm also yeah. very literal. Like so, if you say it you is. play games for 24 hours, it is. Addie, hello. Hi, more. What's going on? Um, just, I don't know, a little bit nervous. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. Still, yeah. It's been 19 years, right? Yeah. I cannot believe That's it. That's crazy. Yeah, actually, it's, it's amazing how time just flows and goes by, because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, how you been? Like as a general, like what, in the last 19 years, attending or or that, today or whatever. Today, um, I've been good. I feel like you caught me on a good day. Good. Maybe if we chatted last week, I would have a different temperament. Oh, okay. But, um, today is a pretty good day. Good. And just doing the mom thing today mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. doing the, I worked a little bit. I stayed up too late working. Yeah. Um, I was kind of wiped earlier today. Yeah. But, yeah. Good. Well, if it makes you feel better, I had a very long day as well. <laughs> and I've been putting in some long days myself, so I totally get it. But we're just going to hang out and I okay. think catch up. So I think for me... I wanted to talk to you because, for one, I know it's been 19 years, but I think I've tried to keep up with you as much as I can, at least via social media. And... I'm really glad that, uh, yeah, like we, I was listening to the previous one and yeah. we we're talking about like how like our generation fell in the social media like birth mm. kind yeah. of, and I'm glad that that's available. That, yes. So like, hey, we can I'll keep in touch a little bit and um, yeah yeah it it's but... pretty incredible right because um i am not i'll be honest i'm not a good friend <laughs> in that in the context of um even when i'm not busy i just forget to reach out to people even though i think about them and so mm -hmm. know that i've been thinking about you <laughs> um but i'm just bad at that i barely like call my own mom which yeah. I'm sorry, mom, if you're watching, but, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not good at that. And actually a big part of this is an effort to, it's kind of built into the whole thing, right? Like, yeah, it allows me to say, okay, well, I'm doing this, 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 whatever you want to call this, this podcast thing where project. I project, yeah. I call up old friends and just catch up and we talk about the things that they're working on and the things are, they're passionate about and, uh, a lot of that came from the whole fact that I was sitting one day uh, just, I think, probably even browsing Facebook and being like, man, I miss a lot of these people in my life that I don't mm -hmm. see on mm -hmm. the regular day-to-day -day basis. And I'm like, man, I need I need a way to not that I need not that I need an excuse, but mm -hmm. it certainly helps to say, you know, I'm going to call up old friends. And I think, you know you are one of my oldest friends actually 
now that yeah. I think about it. And so I just wanted to catch up. And yeah, I've been keeping up. Reason. Yeah, I've been keeping up with you with your, uh, you know, your Facebook stuff and your posts online with your blog and your videos. <laughs> and so, and it's always weird when I tell people this because I always feel kind of like a creeper because I know what you're up to. But <laughs> I'm I'm just glad that you're doing well. Things seem to be going going pretty well for you. And so Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um I feel like there's kind of that disconnect between social media and like real life. Of course. Where, you know, you do get to catch up with people, but you don't see me on the bad days. Uh-huh. I'm not <laughs> gonna share that, you know, as broadly. Um yeah. And so it's actually been kind of difficult and especially with the dress thing this, mm -hmm. this year because I feel like I have this expectation I put on myself to like be a certain way and mm -hmm. it's just the like expectation versus reality is just not there. It's so there's such a massive delta, right? Like where it's because, mm -hmm. you know, we, we curate we curate our social feed to look the way we want it to look. People see what we want them to see. Cause of course, if you know, you had a bad day, you're probably not gonna, I'm not gonna put that up there. Although I mean, I've, I have on occasion, but like, that's not something that we, yeah. I think ever really like want to share. Yeah. And I think you're right. It's, it's like, there's this, uh, this you know you only want to put you only put out what you only want to put out what you want others to see in you yeah and so you know i i get that it's really it's really hard and i don't that's that's a tough one because you point out you point out something that's really true right like because if i saw you every day <laughs> like if we happen to live in the same city or like we happen to just hang out all the time i would i would know the things that aren't as you know stellar and same like it goes both ways you would know when i'm having a bad day um <laughs> yeah what uh i guess so you, you said the dress thing yeah and so how's i guess i want to talk about that because that kind of has sparked i think this feeling here about like not feeling like you can really like show yeah yeah so tell um, me so uh, wearing a dress every day to raise money for a local uh, recovery home, mm -hmm. a Peoria home. Mm -hmm. So I know you know about that. Yeah. Other people might not. <laughs> right. You might watch this or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, Peoria home uh, par particularly serves um, women affected by prostitution and addiction. And so I've worked with them for like three or four years now, mostly writing and doing fundraisers and stuff. And, um, and about a year ago, I had the plan to do a year long, like challenge of wearing a dress every day. And that was borrowed from December, which right. is a similar thing. So uh, I've been doing that. And at first it was like all about the dresses. And I took a picture every day of me in the dress and like, it got a little nauseating. Actually, it was right. like, I'm sick of all these pictures of me in a dress. Um, and I don't know, I just kind of like stopped 
and mm-hmm. stopped posting that and started being more invested like to my family and stuff and the dress thing is still really on my mind and I'm still wearing a dress every day but I'm not talking about it near as much on social media or like my um newsletter thing Mm -hmm. and mostly it's because I've got so much other work on my plate that I just want to crawl in a hole yeah and um you know it's I'm grateful to have the option or opportunity to do this for Peoria home yeah um but I'm looking forward to it being over just so I can kind of turn off that part of my brain and um I don't know. I think that for me, having too full of a schedule and too big of a to-do list really kills my creativity. Yeah. But then on the op- and the on other hand, uh, I when I'm like have idle hands, I can be really uh, impulsive and make kind of poor decisions like that I don't think through all the way. And um, right. So it's that kind of you know balance I guess but I'm not very good at balancing anything Mm. so (laughs) yeah yeah um so the clothes I'm calling it closed indignity Mm -hmm. which I kind of wish I'd picked a little bit different name only because I don't like when you say it quickly it sounds like indignity like right like you're so but I do like that I picked that word dignity um and anyway, so yeah, that's kind of been the big thing. And then I do a lot of work for my job, mm-hmm. but then also homeschooling and stuff. And, and everything in between. And, yeah. And everything in between. I think, I guess, I guess with the project of, of the dress and, and your work and, and life overall, and you kind of touched on this, like, it kind of feels like it probably saps some creativity or your ability to, like, because I, mm-hmm. I remember when you were you were posting every day. You were posting, like, the pictures or, like, mm-hmm. the content was pretty steady. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what got my attention because I remember I would be scrolling through my feed. I'm like, oh, there's, you know, there's another thing from Addie. Awesome. And then I'd look at it and read it or I'd click on the picture and mm-hmm. check, like, and it was really nice to, like, totally cool to see it and to sympathize as someone who like has tried to create content every day it becomes like you get to a point where it's like oh i have to do this now because it's the thing i've been doing every day and then you become less um like you kind of feel like it's harder to do whether it's like oh i did you know is it is it different? Is it new? Mm-hmm. Or is it like mm-hmm. are people gonna be sick of seeing this? Or yeah. are people yeah, because I certainly get like I get that way. Or like when yeah. I'm on there a lot and I'm posting because yeah. I either have a burst of like energy and creativity or like I think, oh yeah, that would be great to like post this thing or upload this video and then I get to the point where I've done it for like so many times on a regular interval, I'm like are they sick of seeing this or am I? Yeah. yeah. Am, am I? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> this sort of feels like high school. Like, why am I afraid of what people think? Like, yeah. And I think that, like, especially, well, Clothes and Dignity came out of the being comfortable with having the blog, which I had the good logger. Yes. Which I wanted to have a blog for a really long time that wasn't my family blog. Like, right. I think 10 years ago, I had everybody had a family blog. Because yes. Facebook wasn't really the place like you could only have like 10 pictures or something. So, mm -hmm. you know, everybody had their family blog and everyone had their here's what we're doing lately kind of stuff. And we had one. Mm -hmm. And um, then it kind of got replaced by Facebook and other avenues. Yeah. And then like a couple years ago, I, I really wanted to start one that was just my work, but not like I was starting to kind of come into the identity as like a writer, not just, yeah, you know, like, like I actually re would refer to myself as a writer instead of, but then there's, and I think you mentioned this, like that feeling of imposter syndrome mm -hmm. where you're just like, I'm not really anything. I'm just calling myself this because I want to be this. Mm -hmm. And so the good logger came out of uh, one of my good friends, Scott, asking if I wanted to help write on a blog. And I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of an answer to this desire of my heart that I've wanted for a long time. And but just didn't have that like confidence to pursue because and so this felt safe. It was like, well, if I mess up and I can share that guilt with Scott <laughs> instead of it just being me. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm much more detailed in some ways. And so I kind of became the person to like schedule things and mm -hmm. edit things. And, and Scott isn't really participating a lot, although he fully can. Um, yeah. And, you know, the bringing in new people and, and like at the beginning of the good logger, I thought, oh, I could, I could post like twice a week. That's great. And then suddenly realizing like, that's a crap load of work yes. to like consistently rely on creativity. Yes. Um, and so, you know, it slow, it slowed down a lot and I've been drawing on things that I've written, you know, by myself, like a long time ago and pulling back out. And, mm -hmm. um, but then also writing, like it comes out of, um, I, I don't, I'm not, <laughs> like diagnosed with anything but I, I have this like wave like not manic manic depressive but it feels that way right or I'll have really high days and then comparatively pretty low days and yeah. usually in the low slump is where I'll get some clarity on what to write um and and I like those parts the best but I mm -hmm. don't like the actual the feeling like feelings of yeah. despair or whatever mm -hmm. so to have something that like um close in dignity that has to be a consistent thing because i'm only doing this for a year mm -hmm. i can't you know like i would love to create something else like compile it all into like a book or something but yeah i'm a little afraid that that's not going to happen because i'm going to get distracted like a squirrel is going to run past me and i'll run over there for a while um, yeah. yeah so um if it happens that would be great 
but I love the idea of it. I think that mm-hmm. it's a really great like way to kind of cap it all off after mm-hmm. you know after it's all you know after you get through it all. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with waiting a while. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I, I think that, man, there's a couple things in there that I, I want to look at as far as the imposter syndrome part. Yeah. That's great in that, and not the fact that that is a thing for you, but <laughs> it's like, they're going to find, they're going to find me gonna, out that yeah, I'm like a big, you know, I'm a big phony. I yell at my kids all day long instead oh. of like, I'm a homeschooling mom. Like, um, yeah. Right. But. I think everybody feels that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think and, you know, as a parent, it's it's. We have so many, you know, I don't have to tell you, but like it's. (laughs) We have those days where it just feels like you're like not the greatest. There are all these people around me. Yeah. An introvert. I'm an introvert. <laughs> oh they yeah. They're surrounded by people mm-hmm. all the time, and they don't have boundaries or anything. Yeah, you haven't taught them that. That's a big thing um, here, like yeah. in this house too. In this house too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as like imposter syndrome, like for me, when I used to, I used to blog, and I used to, um. There were a number of things uh, that I used to do on a creative level where it was like blogging, it was uh, streaming, it was um, I joined, you know, I, I joined a radio station for a while and I just I did all these things uh, throughout my adult life. And and even now at my job, I'm always like, are they going to find out? Are they going to find out? I don't know what I'm doing. Like yeah. I'm just making this up as I go, and it's really like, mm-hmm. in a way, it makes it so much more difficult to then do the thing, right? To do the writing and to mm-hmm. do the the consistent posting or video or whatever it is we're trying to do, and then yeah, and then it instills some doubt in like the thing if it's done. Like you do, you know, you then make the thing, and then you're like. I don't think that's really yeah. It's not my good, not good work, not my best stuff. It's challenging, and I imagine in the context of of your project for this year, it's certainly I I, I can only imagine how how difficult that is, and how probably trying it is. Yeah, at the beginning, um, when I'm like launched the project, but I hadn't started the dress wearing yet. Mm-hmm. I had a really strict um, schedule for like the topics I wanted to discuss, like around the issues of addiction and prostitution. And I quickly realized that I was kind of in over my head. Yeah. And and that I haven't continued a lot of that advocacy side uh-huh. because I think that that kind of needs to be someone's own thing. Like it's not my job to do all the research, but it's more like, yeah, that encouragement of like, I don't have to know everything about this topic or this cause, but I can still encourage people to, you know, give money or, or time to like do what they like. I mean, we, we've pledged and, 
are giving to the project. And um, I feel like at this point in my life, that's what I have time for is to just, you know, work and serve and, but not physically go to where I'm going, where I'm like raising money for once a week or something where um, just because like I have little people that I need to care for right now. And, um, and so I've actually been like um, more surprised at the, the empathy that I'm learning by doing the project, like for a woman or whomever is walking out of any type of addiction, mm-hmm. um, like they, they're doing something enormously challenging that I can't understand, but right. For me, I'm also walking through things that to me are enormously challenging. And like in April, it was specifically brought to my attention through some friends that like, I'm not, I wasn't eating enough. Um, and, and I was really not treating my body a way that I should. Right. And not just that it been, um, you know, recent, but that like for most of my adult life, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And so to have that realization while doing this challenge was enormously humbling. And um, like, I think if I ever ever create anything based on this year, Mm -hmm. I think that would be the arc of, you know, God got my attention with wearing a dress every day and being intentional about that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, also... Um, and I totally attribute it to God. Like, yeah. I don't, um, and it's just like, I could create about that if I had the time, yeah. but right now it's more in this, like kind of this part of my brain and it's going to work up here and yeah. then into my hands. Yeah. Um, but just that idea of like, Like, um, I've heard the, like, don't, don't waste your cancer idea of if you're going through something like cancer or something like use it, don't just wallow in it or, um, because other people will benefit from that insight. Um, I love your, um, arc of your, this, your podcast, like it's so original, I think like it's not. I know you're in, um, you know, gaming, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I make games. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. And, um, but that, you know, you're expanding it to creator. And yes. And I think I mentioned to you before about the Enneagram. Yeah. And I would put money on you being a four. Yeah. And I think just because I kind of know you and I think I'm a four too. Yeah. But because fours are creators mm-hmm. and fours are those artists mm-hmm. and that art can look any way like, and I think it's that everywhere, like, yeah, just like um, even thinking about and after listening to a couple of your other videos, like, mm-hmm. like everybody and all like children are creators and yes. like kids just naturally draw and show their awesome dance move and yeah. Like it's like somewhere in us. It's in us. It's ever. We want to create. 
Yeah. And that that can look any way. Yeah. Um, I think I I think it's beautiful. And I mean, <laughs> you know, I never thought I'd kind of be doing what I'm doing now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I always thought I was a little creative, but I kind of found myself yeah. doing things that are a lot more so. And I never really, I guess, um, felt that way about me. But then when you look back or when I look back, it was all there. It was all there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was totally there. And uh, only in hindsight, I realized, yeah, I've been doing this sort of thing. Like, it's part of my core since mm -hmm. forever. And yeah, um, no, I, I, <laughs> more, I remember like buying you a uh, blank notebook because yes. you were a writer. Yes. Or you were trying writing. And I still have it. Yeah. Yes. And I just remember, I remember picking it out because, like, that was that summer that we kind of dated, yep. right? Mm -hmm. But I never saw you for, like, three months or something. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you know, because you don't feel like, and, and also there were no cell phones, right? Yeah. And I actually, <laughs> my husband was like, oh, yeah, you have that thing tonight with your friend. And, and I remember, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that summer when, um, I had to borrow my mom's cell phone, but I had to call you after nine o'clock. I remember. Because then it was free. Yeah. Right? I remember. Can you believe how it was back then? Like, <laughs> I remember going to college with like, you know, $50 in calling cards because yep. my cell phone wouldn't make long distance calls. I did that too. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, like a senior citizen. I know. I feel pretty way. old after but... that. <laughs> I, so it's funny that you bring up the notebook. Because I remembered the notebook and I was thinking about it this morning because I was like, I know exactly where it is. That's Do funny. I have time to get it like out? Because like it's in a box in the back of a closet with some other things. <laughs> I was like, should I look for it? I was like, there's no time. <laughs> I was because I was literally during my morning routine and brushing yeah. my teeth. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I still have it. Of course I still have it. And I filled it up. Oh, and. Good. I have to say that back then I really appreciated it and I'm sure I'm sure you knew that but um that stuck with me for a very long time and I still I think thank you thank you yeah. for that because it really it really um in a way gave me some permission to explore that because I mm -hmm. think at the time I didn't think that was something I wanted to really explore not for anything other than I just didn't think it was something that I could do or be good at and mm -hmm. I think when you did that it really told me that it was a worthwhile thing so thank you like it means yeah, a lot to welcome. me and no, uh, I, I totally rem I mean I remember that but then also like considering the idea of um like what i wanted to do mm -hmm. as an adult yeah you know i wanted to get a job and writing and creating yeah. weren't very solid options like, at all like it's not going to make a lot of money yeah any yeah uh, which is awkward because I pursued teaching, which wouldn't make me very much money either. <laughs> yeah. But it has a lot of job security, right? There's mm -hmm. always going to be public school. 
Yeah. Which is also ironic. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, after I, I was never good at math or anything, and I went to the UW, and because I wasn't good at anything else, I got an English degree, <laughs> which I wasn't good at. Oh. <laughs> or I didn't feel as good as I wanted to be at it. Of course. And even looking at over like old things that I wrote or something like it's appallingly bad. Oh. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of it, like um, I sent you that book, Big Magic. Yes. And the bottom line is um, creative living beyond fear. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you started reading it, but she talks the whole time about just how if you're going to do anything in life, you have to be afraid of, like, you have to get past the fear of it, like yeah. the fear of failure and the fear of um, what people are going to think. Yes. And, and there's another book, I think I want to say it's by Anne Lamott. And she writes like that, if you're going to write anything or do anything worthwhile, it's going to piss some people off. Yeah. Too. Mm -hmm. um, and that's super sobering because like, there's some things that I've, written or or created or something that i just um don't ever want to show anybody because i know it's going to piss off somebody yep it's going to be like so is that annoying. worth it like maybe maybe just the exercise of writing it out or thinking it or drawing it or whatever yeah. was what was intended mm -hmm. um but anyway i think i think that tangent. no i think that's a great place to be right like because mm -hmm. it makes a person humble yes one to be like people are gonna you know consume whatever i create and they might not like it yeah. and they might think i'm dumb or they might think something yeah and, they might think something about you and it, it's really but it's not really about what they think exactly and that's so, what i was going to say it's it's mm -hmm. really about you it's really about the thing you want to make and what you get out of it right it's the mm -hmm. i learned this pretty early on in my career as a game designer because you want to make some you want to make a game and on that level that's great but then when you start to dig into the details and you're like oh i think this is going to be fun and you work usually when you do this sort of thing you work on a team and there's going to be yeah. someone on the team that's like, I don't think that's very fun. Or like, <laughs> it could be better if you do it this way. Or be like, and speaking of humbling, I had to very early on in my career understand that as one of the designers, it, yes, it's my job to like say, here's the, here's the idea, here's the concept, jump on board with me. Like, yeah, take my hand, let's build this thing together. So there's a level of where if they don't like it mm -hmm. you pretty much have to kind of determine what as a team you can make together mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's really hard when you're getting a lot of that critique or you're getting mm -hmm. that like oh hey this is this is crap this is not a good idea yeah, yeah. and um it it's a hard like anything else it's never it's never easy and even doing it every day when you have people looking at your work and telling you what they think of it it never gets easier <laughs> you mm -hmm. just find ways to you just find ways to work with that 
mm-hmm. but there are times where you know i've been doing this for almost 10 years but like i'm like why who do you think you are <laughs> like yeah yeah why do you think my ideas suck so much and yeah it's just it's really it comes back full circle to what you said earlier it's like you can't be afraid you can't mm-hmm. let those opinions um get in the way of your act of making and um you know certainly some people may have very constructive feedback or very very helpful um perspective on what what you're making mm-hmm. or what you're putting out there but it's certainly never easy to take it when they're like oh hey that wasn't really good <laughs> yeah. well yeah. yeah i think that um being able to like receive feedback for any work that you put out yes. is incredibly challenging and also i mean you kind of have to get over that pride of yes very much but also you know someone can give you feedback and be a jerk about it and maybe Mm -hmm. they don't need to do that yeah i for a while was attending a a local writing club Mm -hmm. and i didn't find it very helpful because they didn't tell me what they thought i should change right and and also i didn't really trust that if there was anything that they thought should change that they would do it in a kind way mm-hmm. and so you know you kind of like have to make your circle really small of like mm-hmm. these are the people that I trust to give me honest feedback mm-hmm. and not be rude about it mm-hmm. um I a lot of story in a really short amount of time but we uh, had a really challenging uh, like church situation mm-hmm. about six years ago and um it really caused me to I think I was really struggling with a lot of like postpartum depression actually in right. that time period mm-hmm. and there was a lot of drama with our relationships and stuff and mm-hmm. um and it caused me to make my circle really really too small um yeah. and not have any safe people mm-hmm. and um and I read around that time I read, was reading Brene Brown a lot. Mm-hmm. And she is a shame researcher. She's brilliant if you haven't um, read any of her stuff. But she suggested, at least in relationships, and I'm sure it could like, trans- like translate to um, like professional type things if you're in that field. Mm-hmm. Um, but she suggested making a piece of paper that was one inch by one inch and writing names on it mm-hmm. of people that if they give you feedback, you will listen to it and consider it. But mm-hmm. if someone else gives you feedback or criticism and their name isn't on that one inch piece of paper, um, make it or leave it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything. And so yeah. uh, I have one of those. That's awesome. And if you have too many names, then you have to write really small. Mm-hmm. Probably have too big of a list. Mm-hmm. And if there's only one or two names, you might want to consider adding people to that list. And it was just like, okay, these are the people that if I ask for their opinions and they think I should really change something, whether it's about my life or about work or something, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll really consider it. Whereas everyone else is a little bit more open-handed. Yeah. It was really valuable. But, I like that. I mean, in a work environment, you might not really get to choose. Yeah, I don't get to choose way. at work. <laughs> but. <laughs> but I think, the, I mean, the 
the application of it in life is really like mm -hmm. i really like that idea and i think for a lot of us to be successful in the things that we want to do whether it be as a creator or even just you know living our lives we have that group of people that list of people that mm -hmm. we you mm -hmm. know we their their opinions matter their feedback mm -hmm. is valuable mm -hmm. and everything else outside of that shouldn't matter right like it shouldn't matter as much because those people probably one don't have as big of a stake in your well-being as mm -hmm. the folks on that list do and and two you know if they're not on that list who cares yeah. and it's it, yeah yeah and and it's really it's really tough right because you want to um like you want to do you want to do good things you want to mm -hmm. live a good life or you want to create something great mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. hard because of that fear of what those other people think mm -hmm. it's really mm -hmm. difficult especially like when you're online and you're mm -hmm. posting um pictures or videos or blog like blog posts yeah. you're yeah. like you know all it takes is one person who maybe not even knows you to see that and make a critical a critical comment that doesn't really mm -hmm. do anything for you i i've actually like been a little worried because um the good logger uh, it's set up where you can't comment which i wasn't the one who set it up so i don't know how to change that necessarily mm -hmm. <laughs> i might have to employ tech support <laughs> and then on the facebook um some posts or or articles or whatever that we put out are um a lot better figure a lot better audience and i don't know what the magic is to that mm -hmm. but um i also think for me it's kind of a an obedience like mm -hmm. and this would come back to you know god gave me something and I need to share it and, yeah. um, you know, writing because, or putting out things because it's what, you know, I'm supposed to do, not because I want reaction. Right. And, and I, I was actually thinking about this, um, yesterday or the day before, just how I think in the span of my, my life, like, and maybe you would echo this too like when you see other people in maybe a similar field and they have success mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. why not me mm -hmm. like i'm well, working I my butt off over here and yeah. how, how how come and and it's like well you can't think that way you, you can't have to, you know yeah you can be disappointed and mm -hmm. maybe learn from it but mm -hmm. you have to be happy for that person mm -hmm. and their you know recognition or you know, that like one of my friends wrote a book and um, it's selling and it's doing great. And it's oh, like, yeah. but, but I want that, yeah. you know? Um, and you just kind of have to like retrain to be happy for your fellow people who are out there doing what you might do later, mm -hmm. but not yet or something. And yeah, for me, it's totally like God has me in this like, a holding pattern of humility for mm -hmm. some reason of course and um you know that i don't know why yeah. but 
where I am. Yeah. Well, compare comparison is the thief of joy, right? Yeah, totally. And I'm no stranger to that. That's actually one of the things that I think was a big um it was a big uh learning moment for me, I think, in in my both my career and um when I was into the streaming stuff, like I would see people who were doing things not unlike myself and mm -hmm. I would begin to question like, well, why what's the difference, right? Like I'm working my butt off too. I'm putting out stuff there, putting stuff out there that I feel is like good, like good quality video content. And, and then, you know, you see someone who you would consider similar doing really well and taking off and you're like, why am I not there too? Yeah. Or why am I yeah. not doing as well? And it's, it's so hard to not like, I think it's natural. I think our, I mean, our brains look for patterns and our brains, that's just a puzzle. That's a puzzle to us that we're trying to solve. And, and mm -hmm. I, I think it's definitely hard to fight that instinct. Um, but it only serves to slow you down, unfortunately. Right. Like, cause then you're spinning on the whole, that whole thought when what you could mm -hmm. be doing is continuing to do the thing that you were creating in the first place because you're you want to you want to do something good whether you know in whatever thing you're trying to do and then you get caught in this weird loop of like i'm, I'm not good enough or i'm not doing great or you know there's this this whole like horrible feeling of like well you know is am i enough right yeah yeah it's not unlike high school <laughs> yes of like oh i'm not in the group or whatever that i wanted to be in or yeah whatever how was high and... school for you Addie? <laughs> only because <laughs> i mean I, I was you there. Were there more i know i know i was there but we never talked about like oh like oh, i actually so because i knew i would talk to you today like i was looking at old pictures and there's mm -hmm. so many pictures of like you and me in like a group yeah or like we yeah. were intensive things together we were and, i mean we were in the same friend group mm -hmm. for a lot of it for but, most of it um and then i i think i just kind of faded into the the background on purpose that was what? towards towards the end there i was just kind of yeah as a lone as a lone wolf you're a lone wolf as a lone wolf. high school <laughs> No, how was it for you? How was high school for you? Like, looking well, back on it now. Okay, I did like high school, and I did like growing up in Astoria. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would move my family there. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I like where we live. Yeah. And, um, although, I really have liked um, reconnecting with people after high school, mm -hmm. and like forming friendships with people that I wasn't really friends with mm -hmm. because um, we were like in these like weird casts of like, yes. here's this person and here's me. And like, we would never be friends, mm -hmm. but now that like, we're hopefully more mature and we're no longer know, in that weird yeah, environment. Like, um, and so I really like that part. Um, but 
high school was really dominated by like social things. Oh my gosh. And yeah. um, in like thinking through particularly keeping homeschooling going, like my kids are pretty, uh, well, my older one is not really overly social mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful that she can really just focus on the academics and not be distracted right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I totally think that I liked my experience. Yeah. Wasn't, but I might do things a little bit differently. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I probably, I were to do it over again in the, in the lens of what, is coming out for me in clothes and dignity. I would treat my body better. Yeah. So, um, recently, a high school friend, like a friend who is in high school now, mm. um, got it. my friend, she said, Oh, I only eat carrots like for dinner mm. and lunch. And, and that was me. That mm-hmm. was, um, I had a can of Diet Coke and carrots. For lunch and i wish some almost 40 year old woman had grabbed me or seen that that's what i was eating like a teacher or something and said no you need to go you know yeah. eat something that's that i give you you know but um because i think a lot of the things that have been challenging for me is yeah. might might have been from like a <laughs> malnutrition even sure. over the last 20 years and um so that's kind of something that I'm just kind of starting to unravel a little bit. Yeah. It's a lot to process. Um, yeah. And yeah. Um, add in there like almost 10 years of having babies yeah. and lots of pressures of trying to be perfect or whatever. And, and just being a parent and a wife and yeah, um, and then everything else on top of that. Yeah. I yeah. think that um, just slowing down a little bit maybe like um i don't know but i liked a lot of parts of high school and i liked um i like that even though i don't get to see people um i do keep in touch with a lot of people yeah social media and that we were all born in the 80s instead of the 60s because i'm so glad it'd be kind of lonely otherwise (laughs) yeah um, it feels like a different, like, you know, like a, not a different chapter, but like a completely different book, you know, yeah, like it does. There's like it? my friends that I have now that I've known post high school and mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, I've known you forever. Yeah. And then sort of out of the blue, like I hear from you and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, well that was like a different book in the, in the trilogy of yeah. you know, your life. And, yeah. um, so anyway i'm glad i i did though yeah but i reached out it's um great idea i would agree that high school you know obviously high school was a very different time and um i guess my my thoughts on high school was i don't regret any of it i enjoyed high school i loved um i loved it for what it was Um, my parents were very much on the, um, 
the the of the idea that I had to focus on school. Mm-hmm. So that was my focus for for like the academic side of things for a very long time during mm-hmm. that section of my life. And mm-hmm. so um, it was nice having the friend group that we had and it was nice being involved in all the things I was involved in. Um, I wouldn't trade any of that for the world and uh, I'd never do it again. <laughs> but yeah. i'd never okay. do it again but i don't know about i don't know about middle school like i wouldn't go back to middle school. definitely not because and i don't even think i really knew who you were in middle school but we were there at the same time we were i mean there was only I think, one i think we knew of, yeah i knew i knew of you oh okay i like you know saw you around and I was, yeah i don't know what happened well, we kind of touched on this briefly in like messaging like how did yeah. we miss each other i don't know because we never really, we never really got to know each other to a high school, and then um, mm. I still, the whole thing's a mystery to me. Because so when, funny. when you mentioned that, it had never occurred to me. I'm like, yeah, what, what even happened there? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what happened, and so I'm just glad. There's some other. There's like I remember um, the very moment I met Jen. Yeah. And and like for some reason I just remember that. Yeah. And you know, there's some things that like kind of slow pan in and then some things that are just sort of blurry in the background yeah um and yeah um but anyway <laughs> yeah i want to say that um speaking and i'll cap this off uh as far as the high school talk uh being friends with you and being friends with that circle of of people, which I'll I'll be honest, I don't talk to. The, you're the only one I really talk to out of that group. Um, what like it was it was really great for me. It was really great for me, and I I uh, I think I I think about those times and of you very fondly. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. What's um gosh so what's next i guess i mean so you're you're still clothed in dignity is Mm -hmm. is your primary thing you're focused on there's um um, about 80 days left uh in the year wow so um which is really cool that it this year went by really quickly yeah um but also it yeah um What's next? Um, I would like to creatively devote more time to the good logger and developing more regular, like a arc of content with that. Yeah. Um, and I'm really like, I'm not really sure what that's gonna look like. And I'm not sure how much time I can spend on it, but I think taking clothes and dignity off and and still like advocacy for vulnerable people would definitely continue to be a focus. But mm-hmm. um, I think that there's just there's a lot of things that people can be passionate about, yeah. And it doesn't have to just be you know this one thing. But of course, um, and the the like tagline that. Scott picked for clothing, sorry, for the good logger was um, an attempt to add grace to life. 
mm-hmm. and sort of being that like um I would want the good blogger to be refreshing and full of grace and and I've done a lot of writing like uh on like other blogs and things that I've contributed to where yeah. it was not grace it was a lot of pride and here's how you do things right mm-hmm. type thing mm-hmm. and and I just it's nauseating to read those previous things and to be like, well, I used to have more of that attitude Mm -hmm. of do it my way or, or get out of my way kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And, um, I think that I'm a lot softer in the way that I approach life and, and art now. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, that was a really big like switch um, around the time Ardella was born. Yeah. Della's eight. She's almost eight. And so sometime around after she was born, um, I kind of had this like aha of, oh my gosh, I'm kind of a jerk and I'm not, you know, as gracious as I want to be and, and right. really angry a lot of the time. Mm. And, and I still am, Mm -hmm. um, but it's a little bit softer. Um, and so I would want any content that I put out to be representative of that. And, um, I think especially the parents, like young parents, maybe that everybody, you know, like we all want to do it right, Mm -hmm. but you can't, you can't do it right. Yeah. Um, you can only do your best, right? Yeah. You can only do your best yeah. and you, you learn as you go. And mm-hmm. I mean, to touch on that whole, you know, when you came out with earlier content and it was like, this is how you do it, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's, especially when we're younger, I think a lot of us feel that way to a certain mm-hmm. degree, right? Mm-hmm. And then as we get older, we kind of learn that... We only know so much and there are many ways to do things and Mm -hmm. there is like to be more graceful in how we, Mm -hmm. we, we, you know, put ourselves out there in the world. And I think one of the neatest things about gaining that, I guess, point of view over the years, or even looking back at how we were when we were younger is, you know, we didn't we didn't know mm-hmm. we didn't know what we didn't know mm-hmm. and i think you get you get that you gain that concept as you get older you see more things and you realize that it's like oh i didn't really know how things went and i still don't know how things go but yeah we'll, we'll do our best and yeah. i think there's something i mean what i really appreciate about that and what you you said there Addy, is that your self-awareness right like it's I think self-awareness is a big thing for you as like as a creator to really embrace, right? And once you kind of learn who you are and learn where you're going as a person and as a creator, um I have confidence in the stuff that you'll do. So mm-hmm. I know that and it's um you know, 
I was the same way. I'm still the same way in that I'm like, oh, I thought I knew how things went, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and here I am. And I look, I look at it. I'm like, I have no idea. I have no, <laughs> like, I have my, my collection of experiences and memories and learnings that I've had in my 37 years of life. Maybe I didn't want to reveal that, but <laughs> for like, those you're listening. like a baby. I know. Actually, when you think about it, right? Like, especially in our you just generation, just had your birthday, right? Yeah, it's so, true. It's true. I'm about to be 38. So, oh my you gosh, you're so much older whole... than me. I know. <laughs> my wife and I joke how she's perpetually 28 every yeah, year. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, but you know, like we're. It's true, though, with our generation, I mean, all things considered, I think we all are going to live a lot longer. So it's yeah. it's funny that so. we jo we joke about being so old, but like mm -hmm. we've probably lived less than half of our lifespan. So mm -hmm. that said, um, yeah. self-awareness. And I mm -hmm. think that's one of the best things you can have mm -hmm. just as a person and as a creator. But like, yeah, I think also, though, that that need or um, desire to create has to come from not because people are going to respond to it. Like, right. I think I've definitely been in the, I mean, I like writing, um, but I also really like doing things like parties and yeah. um, projects and teaching at a yeah. co-op or something and something to like keep my brain busy. And I think there might be a little touch of, like ADD or something going on because I'll have like lots of energy to do something and then it'll fade and then I'll kind of but um sometimes I'll like hyper focus on oh, yeah. whatever project at the at the expense of my family and my health and stuff and it's like I've been there you no know, like it you have to do like you just have to spend time with your spouse or your kids or yes. and sometimes the creating has to kind of go over here it does um because it's not the most important thing although it is important it's it, not yep. the most important thing and i think i mean we're not young anymore true but like we're kind of getting to that age of like the marriages aren't working out yeah people's kids are grown up adults who are making choices that are not what you would want or yeah. things that aren't like so happy you know like yeah um it's been a really long time since we went to a wedding or went mm. to you know a baby shower or something like mm -hmm. just getting into that phase of life where like we're fully adults and <laughs> we're right <laughs> like, in the middle of it so um like it's really sobering to have like a ninth grader this year and think oh yeah oh she's you know i i remember being 14 and I don't think she has no idea. Know. Yeah. She like, has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, like putting her behind the wheel of a car in oh my gosh. two years is ridiculous. And like, I got my license when I turned 16. I remember how that, that went too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hit some cars. I remember that. Early on. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I haven't improved in my <laughs> just, you know, it, it doesn't happen regularly, but <laughs> there, there is the, like, um, 
I don't make the greatest choices, especially when I'm driving. And right. I remember when I was at college at the UW and I had my Jeep. Mm-hmm. My parents had given me a Jeep. Mm-hmm. And um, I needed to go to the union building for something. Like yeah. I wasn't going to be there very long. And I intentionally parked in a handicap zone. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to run in. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. So I got a ticket and I didn't say anything about it. I think I even threw it away. (laughs) And because the car was registered to my parents, not me, they got the ticket. Yeah. And someone calls or it was was like college police. They follow up on it. (laughs) Yeah. So they call my parents and they say, your daughter got a parking ticket and my dad says no she wouldn't do that she's a goody two-shoes she would never do that and then they call me and i'm like yeah yeah that was i it. did yeah it was like really expensive too and so, oh no you know kind of those types of choices i'm still the same that way <laughs> oh well i'm i'm glad something's never changed yeah yeah and i don't know um but <laughs> anyway yeah it was um i i love that story it's really good <laughs> i just remember when you know we're uh, in high school and you're driving you're driving us around because i didn't have my <laughs> license yet yeah. i'm pretty sure i'm the only one who had the license yeah you did so you were um, you were super cool for that like yeah. you were very cool apparently (laughs) (laughs) yeah um no that that jeep served me well yeah um, for a long time and and we sold it i think i think we might have given it away yeah or sold it uh not very long ago really yeah i mean relatively we Mm. had it for i had it for like 15 years um and you know traded in and now i have a van because moms do of course and i'm really excited to give away the trashed van to one of my kids and i can get a new car yeah like two or three years yeah then i'm also like terrified about giving any vehicle to any of my children yeah who knows what's gonna happen who knows the the amount of shenanigans that go on without my knowing around here are shocking isn't it sure when my kids are older They'll tell stories and I'll be like, <laughs> what even, yeah. Like what even happened? How did you, yeah. how did you pull that off? Yeah. But I can imagine. Just, maybe someday it'll make good content to create. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love your videos when you do them. Thanks. Thanks. I always get like the one you just posted. Oh, that yeah. one was hard. I didn't yeah. like doing that one. Mm. Um, I didn't realize it had been three months since I had yeah. last posted one, and because um, that was really regular for a, a long yeah, time. Yeah, it was pretty frequent, for, and then like maybe four or five months or six months, and um, I always just would get super nervous, like mm. oh, I'm gonna say something wrong, and I'm gonna um, uh. and sort of like trying to practice. Um, or think through what I'm you run say. through. Do you do a dry run in front of a mirror? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, I mean, it's kind of been like 
I don't know if it was just, I'm going to say God again, but God yep. preparing me for like my later life. But sure. since a very young age, I've talked to myself in a mirror mm. and I think it's like, like I'm more of a verbal processor yeah. for writing. Like I have to think about something for a long time and then kind of like the first draft of anything is always bad, mm -hmm. but it's just getting words on a page. Yep. Um, and so I would think that practicing in front of a mirror is kind of that getting words on the page before it, you it can record be. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just something I've always done that's, and felt embarrassed good. about, but then realizing that it's part of the creative process. It is. For me. It is. We all have our rituals, I think. Yeah. I, always, I would never um, do, I would never do that in front of even my husband. Like, really? no, I don't want to be that weirdo. Um, he probably knows that I talk to myself. But... He probably has heard it yeah. or caught it sometime. Yeah. Um, it's so embarrassing, you know? Yeah. You think you'll ever get over that? No, no. I don't think I'll get over That's probably... being embarrassed about it. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I was going to say that's just fine. Mm -hmm. I I um used to have this pre-stream ritual where I would kind of like play with the frame of the camera. So I'd be like, like coming in, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, practicing like the how I I start. But then it's like I start and it's just literally me staring blankly at the camera and going, "Oh, hey, hi," you mm -hmm. know, like nothing ever, like nothing ever, like. It's always awkward, so yeah. I like to ask. I, I like to ask people um, about that. Like, what do you do before mm -hmm. you you do the thing? And yeah, for me, it's goofy faces at the camera. Yeah, trying to trying yeah. to make myself laugh because then I don't feel so bad that I'm staring at my face. And then we um at at our church for a while we were making video announcements. Yeah, and um, one of the guys on our team is a videographer as well as like the worship pastor. And so I've made a couple videos uh, for like commercials and stuff. Oh, that's Our awesome. church isn't big, but it's a pretty effective tool to like share about events or something. Mm -hmm. And it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done. Yeah. Is like having, like having him, you know, say, okay, say, say that line again or mm -hmm. just look right at the camera instead of like looking mm -hmm. down like I normally would and mm -hmm. um it's it's not it's naturally really awkward yeah and it feels just I don't know like mm -hmm. so I have much more respect for like actors and actresses oh yeah and, and people that do this all the time and and their you know their likeness is I can hide behind a computer screen of like mm -hmm. writing in a word document, mm -hmm. but it's not, I'm glad I'm doing that part, like kind of the <laughs> hidden part sure. most of the time. Um, but then there's that, like, uh, I really do want those, like, I would love to be able to talk about clothes and dignity yeah. more, um, but those opportunities haven't come up. Mm -hmm. this year which mm -hmm. which is okay mm -hmm. um like i wanted to uh, maybe do like a they have like the tedx talks at the libraries oh, yeah. and stuff oh yeah and i thought oh that would be great you know to just 
see if I could do something like that. And, and it just never worked out, or maybe I didn't pursue it enough or something. Mm -hmm. And just like, that's okay. You know, this isn't, it's work, but it's not like my livelihood. So I'm not gonna, yeah. Anyway, but also it's not, it's not too late. I know. I know. I was kind (laughs) of like thinking that, you know, it's, if it's going to happen, it'll happen in the time that it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, but I actually was wondering because you are doing your twenty-four-hour uh, gaming. Yeah. And I was curious, like, what time do you start? Oh yeah. Do you sleep all night and then get up and play? Yeah. It's or have um, like a full day and like what? what so I've done. Do? Yeah, I would and, love. I would love to dive into that a little bit. So I've been doing it. This is year six, so I've done it five times. Um, first two were really bad, but <laughs> what defines really bad? Oh my gosh. So I thought I was going to die towards the end of it. Like I thought because I, was you were just, tired? I was so tired yeah. I was, and I was loopy. Like you mm-hmm. get loopy and you get out of it and you have no idea what's going on and everything's funny and mm-hmm. you're saying stuff or like you're trailing off. I was trailing off. My eyes were like barely open and I was like clicking the mouse going, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And um but so yeah, it's um so I've got it down to science for me which is I get a full night's sleep if I can. So I try to go for like 8 to 10 hours. So well, this yeah. is your sixth year, yes. and you have a nine-year-old, yes. seven-year-old. So you've done this while having babies. It's not like yeah. And you're the thing, thing probably is, not getting a full night's sleep, and I never do. Yeah, I try I mean, to. I go to bed earlier, and I try to, yeah. and it never happens. Because but, even if you're not up with your baby, yeah, if Sarah's doing that, yeah. like you're still awake. You're still right? awake because it's there. It's yeah. happening around you. No, and it's true. You're right. It never happens. I still get woken up, or I still lay awake but i try to go to bed early and i try to cram in as much sleep as i can which is unlikely to even be it's usually never the full amount of time Mm -hmm. and then i get up at like a reasonable time seven or eight in the morning Mm -hmm. and then i go for 24 hours and the, the plan is that i drink a lot of water I drink a ton of water. I start with Are some. Are you allowed coffee. to take bathroom breaks? Of course, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you just you can't. You just well, because because it's yeah. playing. I'm yeah. also very literal. Like, so if you say you play games for 24 hours, it is. But like, it's within reason. So what I do okay. is, yeah, you know, I um I found that a lot of water is really good because then I okay. have to get up and use the bathroom a lot. So like, mm-hmm. um, what do you do with this? Because is the screen just nothing? I go or... no. I go to like I have a little nice intermission screen. Oh, where, nice. Where okay. it's just a little animated. I think at the time it was like a cartoon version of my face. Okay. And then saying like I'll be right back. Like in when Texas. Is, when, when is, is the it? one that you're doing this year? So I'm actually figuring that out right now. Um, the day. Oh, it's not a specific day. So it's generally the day like so for extra life they set a day and it's November second this year, but through circumstance and other things going on with work i was going to help work focus on that and so it's either going to be the second or the ninth or the 16th like one of those three saturdays i'm going to figure it out in the next couple weeks here and um i'll go from like eight or nine in the morning until eight or nine the next day yeah 
but yeah, I drink, I, I try to get sleep. I drink a lot of water. I drink coffee within reason. Um, take a lot of bathroom breaks. I, uh, try to eat. Like, it's like being on a transatlantic flight. It is. It's grueling. You know, and you have to like manage your, uh, what it, what it, like blood clots. Like if you're sitting too yeah. long. I mean, not just stand. playing games. I, I yeah. love the creativity of that mm-hmm. and that it's raising money. Like, yeah, there's, you know, there's so many things that you can like give your money or time to mm-hmm. and, and that to have that like creativity of we're going to do something no one else has ever thought of yeah. until, you know, six years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gets people's attention. Like, it- I think I saw... Cause you've, I mean, you've done it the last five years. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, that's like the weirdest thing I could ever think of. It is. It totally because, is. Like, I mean, I'm not into gaming, but yeah. I, I was just like, but enough like re- repetition that, that you're like building this audience kind of, yeah. Of, hey, he's doing it again. Like, yeah. Um, that it's just so original. Yeah. And like, are you playing games that, that like your companies develop? Um, it'll probably include games that we've made. It will be. It's not like one game for the whole. Company. No. Um. Okay. It's... Well, and you're doing like special things through it, and. Yep. It becomes an event. It becomes okay. think think okay. of like the old school charity telethons on TV that you used to see. Yeah. It's like yeah. that, but very uh, like within the context of like a video game entertainment stream. So like mm-hmm. what would happen is I'll probably like play some video games and like the things that really work for that are when you get like audience like level video games where they're like party games and the audience can join in somehow. Oh cool. So okay. stuff like that or like trivia games where they can answer oh, along. Okay. So stuff like that. So not just like um Battlefield or whatever. No. Okay. I, I'm That's... especially not that kind of gamer either. Okay. I'm very like That's simulation strategy type guy but like what i do is i'll I'll do a lot of party games mm-hmm. and because it's nice because then there are people who are playing along that i mm-hmm. can interact with mm-hmm. and then um we'll set goals for like every what was it last year it was like every 25 dollars i would eat one of those um jelly beans that is either something oh. normal or really gross Oh, those are the worst. Those were the worst, and my That's audience, gross. my audience loved it, and yeah. I ate so many yeah. of those. I ate like there's a <laughs> box of like ninety of them. I yeah. went through most of the box, and by the I end, <laughs> those I I hate when my kids do that because it's just their breath stinks. Oh yeah, their breath smells like dog poop. It's yeah, gross. I was chewing yeah. gum after I'd pop yeah. some gum after the fact. I I think there's that like vulnerability and like willingness to like make a fool of yourself yeah that really gets people's attention and, and you're not doing it because you know it gets people's attention but it's like no the attention comes to this you know ridiculous thing yeah you're doing. come and here then, and see this and then see what what i really care about because it's not about eating the birdie bots or whatever yep, exactly like yeah. i did that on um on the halfway point of cloth and dignity i had these two stupid dresses and I, yeah. I wore one yeah it was on a sunday and i work on sundays because i oh, work at a so church good. and you were wearing it it was like 90 degrees i mean maybe not 90 but for seattle it, it was felt like 90 warm. degrees and i'm wearing this stupid 
ugly dress yeah. that my sister-in-law gave me and thank you rachel but it had <laughs> um shoulder pads oh my god and i teased my hair so it looked ridiculous and so i am the kids ministry director so i was teaching in class wearing day, this wearing this ridiculous dress and then i was leading a vacation bible school meeting after church that's after amazing if I could have only seen that in person. Like 50 people. <laughs> yeah. It was like, this is this is worth it. And yeah. And also, I didn't see a huge jump in any of the pledges. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you know, like, it's easy to press like. It's a little harder to have people, you know, take that next step because it requires yeah. more steps. But then realizing I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because I got to. Oh well, yeah, for the um, for the love of what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And I mean, so yeah. Having those like regular, I'm trying to think of something else ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And my birthday's coming up, the end of the month. So I I'm know. Trying to think. I'd be glad to brainstorm with you. <laughs> what's something ridiculous I could do? Oh my gosh. Um, but you it's... know. I think I think I need to think about that one if you need input on that. But then also, like as far as like a fundraising thing, if you're creating for fundraising, um, one thing I've learned because I've heard mostly from my friend mm-hmm. who's done a lot more of it is that people give at the end. Like yes, you know, if you're doing a month long campaign or something, like like I've done um, other fundraisers for Peoria Home mm-hmm. and. And we'll see like zero donations until December 23rd yep. or something. And then that last week, it's like boom, 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 boom. So yeah. most people wait. Not, it's not evenly distributed. Yes. And you can't, you know, create doing like thinking you're going to get that or something. Yeah. You just do it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fun when it happens and you have to be happy. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It's certainly so, true. It, things it, like eating ridiculous stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I ate ridiculous stuff. I did karaoke at bigger <laughs> at bigger um goals. Like yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know, if we get another hundred dollars, I'll do some karaoke and like you guys can vote on the song. And so <laughs> did a couple of those. And uh I think I deleted those those videos. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um yeah, so yeah, I would do I have all these like little incentives that I'd I'd mm-hmm. put out there. And you're right, a lot of this stuff comes in towards the end. Cause last year Amy um raised uh was it thirty four hundred at the end of cool. my twenty four hours. In a day? Yeah, in a twenty four awesome. hour period. And yeah. the last thousand of it came in like an hour the last hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just like, I'm like, oh, cool. Well, you know, it's like, because I think I set my goal, my goal, original goal was really low. And then I think I raised it halfway through and then I raised it again. And then I was like, there's no way we're hitting this. And then um, I was like, but we'll try. And it was in that last hour and a half. And I was yeah. pretty like internally, I was certain that I was like, okay, well, you know, it is what it is. We'll get what we get. This is great. We're doing we're doing great things here and mm-hmm. just bombarded at the very end. And it's a live stream and we had alerts set up. So like anytime someone donated, the value would pop up on in the middle of the screen. It'd be like someone donated 
this much, someone donated this much, and it just kept coming in, like my notifications yeah. were rolling in at the end. And so um I love that uh that overlapping of entertainment and you know doing good. Yeah. Because you know, people love to see people love those uh news stories. Like I heard my friend told me of this news story where this guy went to a press conference and he was holding up a sign that said, PayPal me beer money or something. I heard about that. You hear about this? Yes. And all these donations came in mm -hmm. and he's like, thanks. I, I got enough for beer or whatever. Yeah, seriously. Or whatever. Yeah. And he gave like the rest of it, which was like 20,000 or more, probably way more than that. To, oh, like yeah. some children's hospital. On the mm -hmm. East Coast. It was like, that's crazy. Like people are just excited to like watch this happen in live time and you know yeah. it doesn't have to like rely on like abc news or anything yeah to, um report it it just is you get to watch it happen and yeah um what a neat idea and yeah. that like there's so much there's so good much good out yeah it. there's so much good that comes from it and i know um i know like as an actual like fundraiser extra life they did just millions of dollars in a day mm, wow because of people like me because of what we did right and it's all extra life is all people who are going to game for 24 hours. they're going to game for 24 hours they don't okay. even have to stream but like that's kind of like the thing but it's not yeah. required and i that's there how i got that into accountability streaming. too yeah. Yeah, that's how I got into streaming. And then because I did a charity stream, I was like, oh, this sounds really fun. I want to want to do some good. And the money is sent directly to the hospital, my local hospital here, uh, Sacred Heart here in like in Eugene, Springfield yeah. area. And so they get that they got mm -hmm. they got that right after the fact. And so that's really neat. Yeah. And I, I love also that. like it's big business to raise money. And there's a lot of, you know, sites that take. Um, which it makes sense that they would because it There's costs some to like cost. have a domain and stuff, but it's kind of a bummer because it's like mm -hmm. really is it, how much of that's going to the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I always am more prone to just like, I'll just send someone a check instead of on a GoFundMe just because on principle, yeah. like I don't want to support the man or something. No, I get it. Um, you don't want to pay the person in between yeah. i get it um, i totally do but you know yeah um so more on that later i guess as far as like yeah. i'll tell you more and if you have questions mm -hmm. on that and i mean i love what you're doing as far as yeah. the fundraising that you're doing and um i'm just i i think it's awesome i really do like the dress the dress challenge is no joke like you are <laughs> It seems kind of silly that it's such a big deal, like that wearing a dress would be such a big deal because, I mean, but it is, I think, I mean, I have, I've had people say, um, like comment that I always really look put together, which I find fun because I feel less put together than ever, ever. Mm -hmm. um, but just that I'm wearing heels mm. because heels go with what I'm wearing not because right. they're comfortable like my feet are killing me mm -hmm. <laughs> some days because I'm wearing heels that go with whatever outfit I have um but it kind of like gets the attention like I also wondered if people might think I'm doing it for religious reasons like if they see me wearing a dress all the time but they right. don't really know me or know like see anything online or something like mm -hmm. 
friends at our co-op or church or something, places we go frequently and um, think like, oh, is she Amish or like- Wow, that never struck me as a thing. really fundamentalist or something like, yeah, like there's, um, I've just wondered, nobody's asked me those things, but I think that, you know- You wouldn't be surprised if that was- I would want to figure out why someone does what they do. Yeah. and I also, like, I made the, um, I made the rule where I can wear skirts and that counts as a dress because mm-hmm. there's dress member has other rules. And, and then I had um, leggings are okay under a dress. And then there's also like athletic skirts, which are for like working out, but it's got shorts. And mm-hmm. I realized I don't really like wearing those because I feel like I'm cheating. Like, um, like it doesn't quite fulfill the yeah it's the, not the spirit of it of like right if I'm wearing leggings and my skirt so leggings can be pants mm-hmm. which I don't generally wear that anyway even before the dress thing but mm-hmm. you could pass by just wearing leggings but leggings mm-hmm. are not pants right so if I'm wearing a pair of leggings and a skirt that might be a little short I'll pass right Mm-hmm. But I feel weird about it because I'm not like it's... I'm being immodest or something. Right. Like, um, and I've always been pretty modest. Yeah. And um, and I don't think that comes from a spirit of immodesty. I think that comes from for me a spirit of um, insecurity, where I feel better if I'm covered. You know, like I get it. Um, and so. Anyway, those are yeah. things that I just didn't know before. And I've, I've actually been having, on a couple occasions, I've had dreams where I accidentally put on a pair of jeans and leave my house. And then I realize while I'm out of my house that I'm wearing jeans and I'm breaking my rules. Mm. And it's like, these are really weird dreams. Yeah. The but fact nobody that... would have these dreams unless they're doing something like this. Yes. And, um, and it's just so weird. But I think like when I think about why and like, why do I get up every day and put on a dress? Mm-hmm. Why am I writing about it and spending time on it mm-hmm. and money? Mm-hmm. Um, it's because every day the ladies, and I know them, the, the ladies that live there at Peoria home are doing something so much harder and they're having to walk away from everything they knew that was normal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the ladies are, I mean, a lot of people affected by prostitution are, um, it's their normal to, to be mistreated or to be um, not respected. And like for me, like with the food thing, mm-hmm. not eating enough was normal. That and was, yeah. that was my normal. That and was so your to, normal. To see that that's not really normal and to have to make myself get to like a minimum instead of not not go over in calories and stuff like that was my normal and it's been really challenging it's like some days I'm like well I'm not even hungry but I know I should eat and I don't want to Mm -hmm. but to to be like these ladies are getting up every morning and and they're struggling with things that are much bigger like should I go back to my pimp that's the the struggle of like you know this feels uncomfortable to like be 
free or mm-hmm. whatever, or should I go back to drugs or something like, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's why I, I chose to do the project and I didn't know it was going to show me these things, but I think that going back to the question of what's next, like, I think there's a lot of teasing out of those topics, at least for me in my heart and whether I write about it or not, yeah, or speak about it, like it's there for me to contemplate and that's enough, I think, but yeah. Hey, so thank you for doing like what you're doing though. Like, I think it's pretty commendable, like what you're thank doing you. and I love it. I love what you're doing. And, um, I've told you this before, but like, I think, I just think it's great and I'm really mm-hmm. glad for what you're doing. And I think it's, Thanks. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I mean, it's really I, nice to talk to you more. It's nice to talk to you too. It should be more like not not twenty years. <laughs> I, I know we're not going to do that again. Yeah. Any well, final uh, thoughts for this? Um, I'm excited that you get to have more people and talk about things that you're passionate about. Yeah, I think it's a great niche. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I'm excited to see like what happens with this project Me and too. how, you know, you get to kind of like, there's going to be new technology that comes out that might change how you do this. And yeah. um, even just conversation and like, you've always been really authentic. Oh, even before authentic you. was the thing that people wanted to be. And um, I think that that's good. And um, I think it's scary probably for you to step into something that is new and it, it is good job doing that. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All well, right. 